I'll do it or die. See, that's powerful. That could be the day that turns your life around. The world has a strange way of stepping aside when somebody says, I'll do it or die. The man says, I will climb the mountain. They've told me it's too high, it's too far, it's too rocky, it's too difficult. It's never been done before, but it's my mountain, I will climb it. Pretty soon you'll see me waving from the top or dead on the side, because I ain't coming back. Goals become like a magnet. They pull you that direction, and the better you describe them, the more they pull. Believe you can get what you want like a child, not an adult. Adults are too skeptical. So the formula really reads, make plans like an adult and believe in them like a child. What is it you want? You want to be an outstanding salesman? A better worker at your particular job? You want to go places in your company? In your community? You want to get rich? All you've got to do is plant that seed in your mind, care for it, work steadily toward your goal, and it will become a reality. It not only will, there's no way that it cannot. You have to be positioned to take advantage of opportunity. It's like in chess, they say uh, good moves come from good positions. It's true. You can't find a good move from a terrible position, right? If you only care enough for a result, you will almost certainly attain it. If you wish to be rich, you will be rich. If you wish to be learned, you will be learned. If you wish to be good, you will be good. Only you must then really wish these things and wish them exclusively and not wish at the same time a hundred other incompatible things just as strongly. All things are possible to him that believeth. Think in negative terms, you will get negative results. If you think in positive terms, you will achieve positive results. That is the simple fact, he went on to say, which is at the basis of an astonishing law of prosperity and success. In three words, believe and succeed. The only difference between successful people and not is just how they think. Rich people think different. Quit letting people tell you you got to get qualified in another program. You don't need another program to be successful. You need to change the way you think. You are sitting where you deserve to be. So if you want to become, want to level up, want to understand how the world works, you can't do the things that peasants do. You can't do the things that the working class does. The working class was illiterate. The working class ate unhealthy. The working class was unsanitary. The working class focused so much on working that they couldn't focus on leveling up. So I think you can transition, but it's good to have a reality check of where you currently stand. Because the first step to solving a problem is realizing that there is one. And most people aren't willing to realize that they've been fooled their entire life because they feel stupid. So Mark Twain says it, it's easier to lie to somebody than to convince them that they've been lied to. And that's because there's ego. So get your ego out of the way, become a student of life. We've evolved as a species is that we don't really learn lessons unless they're learned the hard way. Yeah. I believe that unless a lesson has taught the hard way, you're not going to learn it. You can have so many near misses and people won't learn their lesson. Bro, you must know a guy who goes out there, nearly crashes his car, nearly crashes his car, nearly crashes his car, doesn't slow his ass down till he wrecks it. Yeah. Like, this is how people are, right? So you need that pain for the lesson to sting enough to really genuinely go inside of your mind. And it's the same with everything. It's the same with driving a car or business. 
truthfully, if you want to learn a lesson about business, you're going to have to suffer at some point, right? Mm. So we always say that most people are not successful with their first companies, X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. I get that. The truth is there's a lot of people who make a lot of money with their first company, but they just spunk it, act an idiot, and it all blows up in their face. And that's the, and that's how you get the discipline on your fourth company that when you have three million in the bank, you just leave it there. You know, it's yeah. and don't and don't be done with it. So you need to you need to go through some pain. You need to experience some negative things. You need to have to uh, to a degree some trauma to really even learn any lesson. The size of your dreams must always exceed your current capacity to achieve them. If your dreams do not scare you, they are not big enough. Success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. If a man is working toward a predetermined goal and knows where he's going, that man is a success. If he's not doing that, he's a failure. Success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. The only person who succeeds is the person who is progressively realizing a worthy ideal. He's the person who says, I'm going to become this and then begins to work toward that goal. So if, if, if Mike Tyson walks in here and tells you he's going to teach you how to box and says you can't fight, if that upsets you, then you can't learn, right? It's Mike Tyson. Just shut up and listen. <laughs> if, if, if someone richer than me comes along and says, Andrew, you don't know shit, you're a dumbass and you're a brokey, I'm going to sit there and go, okay, maybe I'm a brokey, Elon. Tell me something, right? I'll listen. But if you're going to sit there and go, don't call me names, and then I'm not listening, you're never going to get anywhere, right? You don't, become, you don't become the master unless you're very, very good at being a student. And I've always been very, very good at knowing when to shut up. I'm still a student of life, right? There's no, nobody knows everything. And there's yeah. still a lot of people who I respect and will always respect and always am quiet around and, and treat with that absolute respect. But I've been learning for a very, very long time. I've always been very, very observant, trying to pay a lot of attention. And, and life really doesn't have to be that complicated. When you see somebody that has something you want, you just got to try and work out how they got it. Yeah. And that's the missing part. Most people see people with things they want and they don't do the, the second half. They don't try and work out how they got that thing. Oh, my man has a Ferrari. Okay. I wish I had a Ferrari. Okay. They don't sit there and go for an hour. How did he get a Ferrari? It doesn't cross that. That part is the part they don't want to do, right? They just go, oh, he has a Ferrari. Wish I had a Ferrari. And they go back to TV. Yeah. And that's why they lose. A man's life is what his thoughts make of it. We become what we think about. Here's the key to success and the key to failure. We become what we think about. Now let me say that again. We become what we think about. There is nothing stop you when you become so skilled that every single person around you sees that and recognizes that. And that is a habit. That is not a gift. That is something that you can create. It's a skill you can learn. So develop the skill of becoming undeniable if you really want to guarantee your success. There's only one way, one direction. If you're at the bottom, there's only one way, but you got to look up. And when you look up, there's somebody there waiting for you. His name is G-O-D. Mm -hmm. And he's there with a hand, reaching out, waiting for you to take control of your life. Because I learned one very important lesson. Your relationship with God 
is like that of a captain and a crew member. Mm -hmm. One rows, the other one steers. But it's very interesting because many times in our life we want to get confident and cocky and arrogant. And God says, I steer, but I do not row. Mm -hmm. We need to put in the work and God will guide. who said that they were your friends, that they're your homies, that they're your buds, they're your coworkers, happy hour, this and that. The moment you're like, sorry guys, I'm not doing happy hour. In fact, I'm gonna leave work and go, go, go and work out. They're gonna be like, they're gonna start talking. Oh, look at you, look at you all healthy. Look at you, you're gonna have abs. Is that what you're gonna do? You're gonna have abs? Guess what? Well, look at you, you're gonna have titties? You're gonna have diabetes? You're gonna die of cancer? You're gonna have anxiety and depression, right? How dare anybody talk on someone who's trying to level up in their life, in their marriage, as a father, in their personal income, in their health, in their mindset. How dare they? That society has gotten to a place that when you try and better yourself, that they will throw shade on you. I believe that you have the right to throw shade right back. If you don't ask, you don't get. But it's a trick. Yeah, it fools you to ask the wrong person. And the wrong person is the person in front of you. Ask who isn't, ask who's inside of you, and then wait until it appears. Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For every one that asketh, receiveth, and he that seeketh, findeth, and to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. It's as marvelous and as simple as that. All he needs is a purpose and faith. I am not motivated to do the things I'm supposed to do every day. I don't wake up full of like joy that I have to go to the gym or that I have to work or got to deal with crap. I don't feel motivated to do them. I'm disciplined. I do them regardless of how I feel. Whether I'm in the mood to do it or I'm not in the mood to do it, it gets done. That's discipline. Discipline's a real thing. Motivation is fleeting. Yeah. You're never going to be permanently motivated. I was just getting beat up, beat up, beat up from every direction. I was just taking it and taking it and taking it. And I was taking it. And I'm like, no, enough is enough. George Bernard Shaw said, people are always blaming their circumstances for what they are. I don't believe in circumstances. The people who get on in this world are the people who get up and look for the circumstances they want. And if they can't find them, make them. Bet against me. Bet against me. Tell me it's not going to happen. Tell me it's going to fail. I love it. I love every minute of it. Man's search for himself. And in this book, he says, the opposite of courage in our society is not cowardice. It is conformity. I can't lose. Because losing is something that is designed for people that quit and for people that fail. I don't fail. I learn. I reevaluate, I analyze, I cross-examine, I fine-tune, I refine my craft. Maybe not now in my mid-twenties, but in my forties, in my fifties, in my sixties, in my seventies, in my eighties, in my hundreds, I will have refined my craft because it's a process of self-development. So if you couldn't fail because failure is not an option, because failure isn't real, who would you become? Who would you be? Who's holding you back? Who's telling you you can't? You? Or is it the programming inside of you? Maybe it ain't you. So ladies and gentlemen, get woke, get positive. The world is yours for the taking. And discipline doesn't care if you're tired. You're tired, do it anyway, right? 
Discipline says, oh, you don't, you don't, you don't feel good. We'll do it anyway. Discipline says, it's raining outside and it's cold and it's windy. Do it anyway. There's a great feeling in these overcoming these difficult things because life is never this just constant state of I'm at a nine all day. And when I'm with my wife, I hit 10. Yay. And I stay like that. That's not real. And I think that there's a lot of people out there that think somehow or another you're going to get to some place where you're living in silk sheets and you're getting your toes done while someone's dropping grapes into your mouth. I don't want that. I've never wanted that. That guy's not going to be happy. He's going to be bored. Hour into the grapes, you can get those grapes away from me. Stop painting my toes. What am I doing in this bed? I got to do something. I'm not stimulated. The human organism, the animal that we are, needs constant stimulation because it evolved trying to find food and escape enemies. Everybody's like, oh, you got you to gotta get rich. No, no, no. You got to get educated. You got to conquer your demons. You got to conquer your problems. You got to conquer your difficulties. The reason I, I, I came to this conclusion was they tell you that hits the bank, you feel the same way and you're left with this void and many people are left confused. The humans are stupid enough to only learn the hard way. That's kind of how it works. You want to win, you have to outcompete the man who's prepared to do nothing but work. It's player versus player. If you're going to sit there and go, I don't want to work more than an hour a day, well, the guy who does want to work more than an hour a day is going to beat you. And no matter how smart you are, there's always a smart dude who's doing the same smart work you are for more hours than you're doing it. That's just the nature of the game. A man is not a man until he does everything with righteousness at its core, at the top and the bottom. Just do things right. Just follow the rules and be kind. Just give a little. And giving a little has nothing to do with money. You give a little of your time, your care, because it's the thought that counts. As soon as you think it, it's propelling into motion, manifesting itself. And when you give to others, you're not giving them anything. You're giving yourself. The night has to give way to the day. Winter has to give way to the spring. The difficult time has to give way to opportunity. The recession has to give way, finally, to the progression, to the expansion. You're guided by your mind. The architect of the universe didn't build a stairway leading nowhere. As ye believe, so shall it be done unto you. The man who has no goal, who doesn't know where he's going, and whose thoughts must therefore be thoughts of confusion and anxiety and fear and worry, becomes what he thinks about. His life becomes one of frustration and fear and anxiety and worry. And if he thinks about nothing, he becomes nothing. Work on your list of whys. One of the big thrusts for success is to come up with a strong enough why. In leadership training, here's what we learn. If the why is powerful, the how is easy. But if the why isn't strong, if your goals aren't powerful, 
If the vision isn't clear, the old prophet said, without a vision we die, without a vision we perish, without a dream we're nothing. I'm asking you to make a list of what, what you want. What kind of health do you want? What kind of skills do you want? What kind of power would you like to have? What kind of influence would you like to have? I'm asking you to go home and work on the why. Time is the lifeblood of life because we nobody's figured out how to get out of life alive. The journey that I have traveled up to this point is longer than the journey that I have left. For all the bad days you've ever had, for every day that you thought you wasn't going to get through, for every period in your life you did not see no way you could come out on the other side. Your track record for surviving them bad days is 100%. You have survived every single one of them. The way to deal with suffering is not to avoid it or to circumvent it with a shallow hedonism, but to face it intensely head-on and voluntarily in its full manifestation. One of the great errors that almost everyone makes is they're attempting to change their income, they're attempting to change their position, they're attempting to change their business, they're attempting to change something outside of themselves without changing what's going on inside. You know, for me to try and change the results in my life, in other words, what's going on outside of me, without changing what's going on inside, would be just about as foolish for me to try and change the reflection of this mirror without changing my physical appearance. It's never going to happen. Well, that's what people are doing. They're trying to change something outside without changing what's going on inside. I ask the kids, how long should a baby try to learn how to walk? How long would you give your average baby? Before you say, hey, enough, enough, no. Any mother in the world would say, you're crazy. My baby is going to keep trying what? Until, what a magic word. I want you to write it down. Until, promise yourself you'll read the books until your skills change. You'll go to seminars until you get a handle on it. You'll listen to it until it makes sense. You'll go for it until you understand it. You'll practice it until you develop the skill. Never give up until, however long that is, step by step, piece by piece, book by book, word by word, apple by apple, walk around the block, walk around the block, go for it. Don't miss the chance to grow and resolve that you'll pay the price until you learn, change, grow, become. Then you'll discover some of life's best treasures. Things are going to happen that you have no control over. And the only way that you can prepare yourself for unchosen suffering is with chosen suffering. You can elect to put yourself into a position to become a stronger alloy of whatever the metal is that you're made of. And by purposefully choosing difficult things, you will armor yourself against that situation. It's still gonna suck. But think about how much more fragile you would be if you hadn't overcome all of this stuff. Let worry alarm you, but don't let it conquer you. We all need to be concerned. We all need to be concerned. 
If there's enemies around, we need to be concerned. If it isn't going well, yes, we need to be concerned. But I'm asking you to let it concern, let it touch you, let it alarm you, but don't let it conquer you. I want to make sure everybody knows that they're enough. No matter what they go through, what they've been through, that they are enough. Just because you have some bad chapters doesn't mean your story can't end well. And every story has bad chapters. It's about you finding the strength to turn the page. Even with my faith, I believe this, that God will allow you to go through places you don't understand just to bring you to the place where he needs you to be. And so hold on to that in your struggle, in your journey, in your pain. And then turn your pain from your worst enemy to your best friend. Do that. Use pain on how to use you. There's so many fragile young people, right? When they take a loss, it is over. Like those who win, lose. Because like our winning is like what's celebrated, it's remembered, but our growth comes from our losses. Pay the price by becoming the person you want to become. It's not nearly as difficult as living unsuccessfully. Start today. You have nothing to lose, but you have a whole life to win. It is not the violence that sets men apart. All right, it is the distance that he is prepared to go. We are survivors. We control the fear. And without the fear, we are all as good as dead. What would you do, ladies and gentlemen, if you couldn't fail? What would you do if you were in a situation where your mind couldn't comprehend an outcome in which you lost? Who would you become? What would you do? What type of person would be bred from that willpower and that self-belief and that confidence? Because it all starts here. The Bible says it. As a man thinketh, so is he. So what do you say about yourself? Who are you? How do you speak to who you are and the goals and the ambitions that you have in your life? There's nothing wrong with wanting to be healthy and have a nice home and take care of your family. That the way to make money, the way to liberate yourself, isn't through the ways of the system. It's not through a nine to five. It's through self-development. It's through the understanding of the game. There's one place that all the people with the greatest potential are gathered. One place. And that's the graveyard. People ask me all the time, what kind of stories do you want to tell Viola? And I say, exhume those bodies. Exhume those stories. The stories of the people who dreamed big and never saw those dreams to fruition. People who fell in love and lost. I became an artist and thank God I did because we are the only profession that celebrates what it means to live a life. People who are depressed tend to use the pronouns I and me much more frequently than people who aren't depressed. And I'm not saying that people get depressed because they're selfish. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that one of the way out, one of the routes out of depression appears to be an increase in service to other people. And I think the reason for that is because we aren't power-mad demons. 
at the core, even though we may be tempted by such things, and that we find the genuine meaning that offsets genuine suffering in the genuine service to others. The question becomes, to me, what are you going to do now on this journey that you have? If, if you, the journey that you have left, the, the, the path and the, and the place where you are now, and as you look ahead and you look back, you know, I said the other day, I said, look back and thank God. Look around and praise God. Go within and seek God and look ahead and allow God to order your steps. Follow his word. The message is always to go out there and dominate. There's no let up. Once the game starts and once the practice begins, you know, you're in that mode. You know, everything's a game seven. And when you approach every practice and every game with that kind of mentality, you know, it bleeds into the rest of the guys. And then the rest of the unit has that same approach and that same intensity, but it starts at the top. So you cannot change the seasons, but make this note. You can change yourself. I'm asking you to utilize your power as a human being and change your life to whatever degree you want it changed. That can't do it. Dramatically change the course and the quality of your life. So learn the value of the seasons now. You can't change them, but you can change yourself. We've got to put the fuel in before we can expect heat. Likewise, we've got to be of service first before we can expect money. Don't concern yourself with the money. Be of service, build, work, dream, create. Do this and you'll find there's no limit to the prosperity and abundance will come to you. Any person who contributes to prosperity must prosper in turn himself. Sometimes the return will not come from those you serve, but it must come to you from someplace, because that's the law. For every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. But I think without those brokey days, without those original days to compare it to, without that juxtaposition, then I don't think being rich would be fun at all. I think it's only fun because you can compare it to the days when you weren't rich. That's the only thing that makes it fun. The only thing that makes a $10,000 stake fun is that you can laugh saying how you never had 10 grand in your bank till you were 27 years old. Yeah. Like that's the, Otherwise, it's boring. Otherwise, you okay, stake. And I think if you're born with too much money, that you'll never truly be happy. I think you need the brokey days, they're the best days. We all work in, in regards to, it's even the way the human body works, right? If you're driving at 200 miles an hour, you don't feel it. You only feel the acceleration getting to 200 miles yeah, an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're born at 200 miles an hour, it doesn't feel fast, it doesn't feel fun. Me, my life feels fun now because of all the acceleration to get here and I can remember the times when I was stuck by the side of the motorway without a car. Yeah. So I, I, I have that juxtaposition, without that, it's not even it's not even interesting it's not even fun so the brokey days anyone who's out here who's broke good you're gonna be these will be the happiest days of your life once you made it set yourself a definite goal two quit running yourself down three stop thinking of all the reasons why you cannot be successful and instead think of all the reasons why you can four trace your attitudes back through your childhood and try to discover where you first got the idea you couldn't be successful if that's the way you've been thinking Five, change the image you have of yourself by writing out a description of the person you would like to be. And six, act the part of the successful person you have decided to become.
Winter comes after fall. Night comes after day. Difficulty follows opportunity. Recession always comes after expansion. It's been the rhythm of life for the last 6,000 years of recorded history. So the winters are gonna come. The winter of sickness, the winter of disappointment, the winter of devastation, social winters, economic winters, personal winters when your heart is smashed in a thousand pieces and the nights are unusually long. It's simply called winter time. But the winters are inevitable. So it has been for the last six and a half thousand years recorded history. You say, well, Mr. Rohn, what can I do about the winters of life? In World War II, we marched against the winter and finally the spring came. We marched against the tyranny of communism and finally the walls came tumbling down. We marched against the tyranny of the Nazis and finally liberated the world for democracy and freedom. And that's what I'm telling you. It's possible for you to conquer your winters.